one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On today's wrestling news, is Daniel Bryan going to debut at AEW's All Out? Is this NXT's new logo? Let's hope not. Uh, the first title match for Extreme Rules has been revealed. And the huge Universal title match is set for next week's SmackDown. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news. Uh, but before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all today's news stories, especially the NXT logo, and subscribe to the channel. It all really does help. And links to each story are in the description below, so click the timestamps and away you go. But first up... Before we get to the NXT logo, um, we've got a report coming from Bodyslam.net. Now, they were the first people who originally broke the news that Daniel Bryan was signing with AEW, and they are now reporting that AEW plans to move his debut forward quite a bit. Now, the original plan was to debut him at uh, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam, which is going to happen at the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. Big venue, big show, etc. Uh, and it spaces out the sort of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan debuts. But now Body Slams Cassidy Haynes is claiming that Bryan will now debut at All Out on September the 5th. Uh, he quoted sources close to the situation saying that AEW are concerned uh, by the recent um, New York COVID spikes and new restrictions that may be imposed in that area. And yeah, want to get him out there uh, before before any plans get taken away from them, let's say. Uh, but interesting stuff, we could be seeing a little surprise entrant of Daniel Bryan at All Out. I mean, I think, yeah, with the, the restrictions that could be in place and everything else like that, it makes a lot of sense just to not gamble on this really i mean you saw the incredible return of punk and like yeah. i understand yeah you want to let that just let it sit a little bit let people drink it in like we saw on rampage he came out again like after after the show had ended and like he, he said yeah i understand i'm only going to get to a certain point where i can keep just playing my music and just coming out and you guys are just gonna be like yeah like there's gonna be a period like there's gonna be a point where that starts getting a bit tired and they're gonna have to start doing more with cm punk which will not be very hard at all but this is not punk we're talking about brian so I'm I'm excited, obviously, because that means he could be in, like in AW in a week, literally a week. So that's that's madness, Mad. and I don't know. Just get him in there as quick as possible. We don't want to blow this thing, and it'd be it'd be a nice addition to to probably an all-out card that maybe doesn't necessarily need it. But but we like good things, the more the merrier. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely doesn't need it, uh, but it'll definitely pop a number for the Dynamite coming up after All Out, and I guess that is the point. Uh, but yeah, you'd think you'd 
obviously want to space these things out a little bit more because you get the big reaction from CM Punk, the sort of ratings um, that come in from that and then let that settle out a little bit and then you bring in Daniel Bryan and you're off to the races basically. Uh, but needs must, <laughs> I mean when other things are fighting against you, you may as well just get this out there while you can. Yeah, and if you've got the options, why not use them? And speaking of using options that maybe we should not use, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, boy. So uh, hopefully, maybe you're one of the lucky ones who's been able to live under a rock this morning. You've seen that, well, you've probably not seen that the NXT logo has had a bit of a change, apparently. Um, so rapper Wally, obviously we know Wally, big wrestling fan. He, he posted a video out on Twitter that included... Big fan. A big war culture on. fan as well. Like, we cannot forget this. I'm sorry, how dare I? But yeah, he's um, he posted out this video that had the new look and... <sighs> it was it was something. It was something. A few people were like, oh, this could just be like, I don't know, just messing around. Could just be like a little bit of a side project kind of thing. But nope. Uh, NXT, the official NXT account on Twitter then retweeted it. And they were like, we are NXT. And Triple H like tweeted it. And NXT announcer Alicia Taylor, she tweeted it. So it's, it's looking like a thing. It's very colorful. It's a very colorful thing. Um, it's... Honestly, like in isolation, it's probably not as bad as like I'm painting out to be in my own mind, but I think just put up against what has been the NXT logo forever, it's yeah. um it's very different. <laughs> this could be yeah. like the catalyst for a, a complete thematic change in NXT when it comes to the color scheme and everything else and like just just the way the show is presented. And I don't know, it feels like we're going to step into some form of rainbow house now and everything that goes along with that, like the NXT championship. So they're going to have to have a, an overhaul and these beautiful titles we've appreciated for so long. We've taken them for granted. We're going to get a bright pink NXT championship strap, which is, is fine for some people. I just I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, uh, and, it, and Nick Collins have obviously been um, saying that big changes are coming to NXT soon and this is the start of them. And... I don't think I'm not into it. Uh, I think they've just seen dynamite go, oh, they've got these big paint explosions and they're all the colors in the world. So what can we do? We'll have paint splatter and it can be all the colors in the world. And it's just, NXT's just yellow. That's that you've got red, blue, yellow. Makes sense. Phil, <laughs> those, those are your three colors. What, what am I going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> it, yeah. I've got um, so many colors. <laughs> shape of the logo itself is it seems very much like a kind of my first company logo <laughs> yeah it's can we move on it's, it's not great <laughs> don't want to talk about this anymore <laughs> yeah um what is next first match has been for extreme rules um now this isn't coming from wwe but it is coming from the nationwide arena in columbus ohio which is hosting extreme rules and they have announced that bianca belair versus becky lynch the SmackDown Women's title will happen at Extreme Rules. They put up a video on YouTube um, with WWE footage and everything very well produced uh, announcing the match itself. But WWE themselves aren't quite there on TV just yet. Um, last night on SmackDown, Becky came out at the beginning of the show. So a sort of mixed reaction at first, but then there was like plenty of Becky chants in there as well. Um, and she came back saying like, yes, I'm back on top. Like I missed all you fans kind of thing. Uh, the, it was the hardest thing that she ever had to do when she had to give up the Raw Women's title, but she's back. But there's also been like a lot of controversy around her return and um, she just has to make the most of opportunities and things like that. And she came back to take the time to say that she's sorry for nothing! Uh, and then obviously Bianca Belair came out and she 
stakes her claim for the championship and she challenges Becky right here, right now, and then Selena Vega and Carmella and Liv Morgan, they all come out and they all make their claim. And then uh, Bianca Belair at the end of the segment is like, forget all of those guys, you, me, right here, let's go. And Becky's just like, nah, turns around, wanders off. Uh, and then they had a match um, that was a number one contendership match for the Fatal 4-Way. Bianca Blair won that, so she is the number one contender, but WWE haven't quite announced it yet on TV. But it looks like that is definitely happening at Extreme Rules. Yeah, and it makes all the sense in the world. It's the, it's the big matchup you can have on SmackDown right now for that belt, so why not just throw like go straight into that? You could have made an argument maybe for someone like Liv Morgan like because in, in the actual match itself the Fatal 4 she was really over and a lot of people you could tell were really behind Liv Morgan and would have quite liked to see something a bit different a bit of a, a refresh on the scene and then having Bianca Belair have to work herself back up to have that title shot that would have been cool as well but I'm not going to turn down Becky Lynch against Bianca Belair at Extreme Rules and obviously it's the stipulation pay-per-view so you can bet your bottom dollar there's going to be some form of stipulation just thrown into there as well so I think it, it was a wise choice really going forward but that wasn't the only let's say technically that wasn't an announcement but it was like an announcement away from Smackdown but an actual announcement for next week happened on Smackdown in the closing stages Finn Balor your boy is finally getting his shot Finally doing it, right? He had his contracts there waiting for him. Then John Cena, the dastardly lad, he came and took it away and signed it, and he got his title match instead. But now he's going to get his. Next week, he interrupted Roman Reigns, like when he was having a big uh, celebration, like a family celebration thing. He was like, I'm not going to wait until Extreme Rules because loads of other hijinks could happen before then. I'm going to strike by the iron's hot and I'm going to get you next week. And he got beaten up by the Usos. Then the Street Profits came out. They saved him. And I think they had a dark match afterwards. And I was like, yeah, it's great. So that match is going to be happening next week. And it's still not 100% clear what's going to be going down with Brock Lesnar because that was like, there was a few little like suggestions and like he was, he was spoken about a couple of times on SmackDown, but he wasn't there. There was no real like, okay, this is the direction we're going forward with the beast and like, and sorry, Heyman was quite conflicted and there was a lot of tension between him and Reigns as well, which is quite nice. It was deliciously done and played out. But you've got to, you've got to kind of think that this match probably isn't going to go like to a clean finish and just be done and dusted. There's got to be some hijinks in there. You can imagine Balor probably getting screwed and then it'll be built up again down the road. It's it's an intriguing time, I think, for the SmackDown main event scene because there's just a lot of people... Well, there's two like clear challenges there in Balor and Lesnar and you're just not sure where they're going to go with it, which is always a good feeling, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a little bit strange keeping Brock off TV when there was so much excitement around that moment on uh, SummerSlam, but I guess you had Becky in there as well. And like, there's a lot in this Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns storyline there's a lot to unpack and there's a lot that you can do within that story and I'm kind of glad that they're not rushing into anything personally I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt with this one and see where this goes long term because I think like genuinely this could be such a really good story and then eventually a really really great match to pay it off at the end uh, I'm excited for it but yeah interesting to see what's going to happen in the meantime and we do have a Twitter question about that coming up which we will get to right now. Why not? Because it is time for your Twitter questions. Uh, so the first question is coming from Nate, and he says, Is it possible that Balor is going to be screwed over by part-timers until after Reigns beats The Rock and then be the one to dethrone the Tribal Chief? Can we ever trust WWE to book that long term? 
The answer, the honest answer is no, isn't it? <laughs> we, can't, we can't trust him for that. It'd be lovely to see that because I love Balor. I just feel like Balor's in a, a very different position to what he was a couple of years ago when he became the first Universal Champion. I think that version of Balor, if he was in this mix, you'd say, yeah, cool, that'd be great because it'd build him. He'd be a, a star then straight away. But I think he's at a point now where... He's credible already. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he. I don't think he's the person to take to have that Roman Reigns scalp. If that makes sense, I think you give it to somebody who's probably a bit more, a bit fresher. Probably needs the rub. I'm not sure who that is necessarily on SmackDown. Maybe Biggie. I think Biggie's probably the, the one who sticks out the most. Like to just have that really big like notch on his belt. It's um, it's a shame. It is a shame because I feel like Balor's put in a lot of hard yards like over the over the last year or so. And I think somebody like The Rock coming back and getting that big spot is like none of us are going to complain if that happens. Obviously, and same with Brock. It's like the big like name pops. Oh my god, they're amazing. But yeah, you just want to see Balor get his due. At least get like a pay per view match out of it, not just a SmackDown. Yeah, absolutely. I think like the John Cena timing always felt a little bit weird with it. But however, if they do have the foresight to turn this into a long time story and he's always there he's always ready he's always willing to get that match but something happens and he just keeps getting knocked down every single time I think that's quite a good sort of story especially for this new no well it's not a new Finn Balor character it's just Finn Balor Prince Devin he's been doing it forever Um, but for that version of Finn Balor that we haven't seen on the main roster yet um, to just keep getting knocked down and just keep getting angrier and angrier and angrier until he's at the point where he just absolutely flips and he's like no this is happening right now kind of thing I think that would be really really good however yeah I don't see him as the one to dethrone Roman Reigns I think literally the only person I can see on the Smackdown roster at the minute is Big E as a person I think they may have booked themselves into a corner of making him so strong that there's literally no one that could possibly beat him Happy uh, Corbin also, no? Happy Corbin no, maybe no, no. I also do really want the matches with Rock and Brock and things to happen mm. though as well so I'm torn with this one but it needs to keep on going and then when they finally get to dethrone that is going to be one hell of a moment uh, the next question comes from Alex Bruegel who says, with Walter stating that he doesn't really desire to move to the US, could you see him eventually becoming a victim of WWE's cost-cutting? Ooh. Ah, it's an interesting one because I think they see value in Walter. And I think we saw that with TakeOver. You bring him in for that kind of event and he just tears the house down with Ilya Dragunov. And it's like... Ah, you, you could see him doing that a couple more times. Having him as like a special attraction guy that they just bring in to batter someone and everyone goes oh my god Walter's great and then he disappears for another three four months on NXT UK I think the big I don't know the elephant in the room is the fact that NXT UK is just not as as watched I think that's the the polite way of putting it like it's it's not something that people are going out of the way to see right now so you can't see Walter ever just breaking through his ceiling I guess in WWE and just getting a consistent run of TV time for that it's 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 a weird one because if he did leave WWE he's not going to go to like an AEW full time do you know what I mean like be a part of their roster impact places like that because they're in America unless those companies just saw the value in Walter and said right we'll get you we'll sign you to a contract where you show up X amount of dates a year and do all your promos from wherever you want to do them do that that'd be cool but oh it's a tough one because they want to keep him why wouldn't you want to keep him he's an absolute beast yeah, absolutely. It's a weird one because the world is pretty much his oyster. And especially when they're talking about NXT and the changes that they want to make and the new people that they want to look at, not necessarily indie people, but big, like, attraction people. He's very much a big, big dude. <laughs> and he's very much a big attraction kind of dude. Um, 
Uh, obviously massive fans from the WCPW days. Another WCPW would be a guy. We're just putting everyone over. Um, but, uh, yeah, if he doesn't want to move to America, then there's a, an obviously ceiling there as soon as they put it. I will say, with NXT UK, reportedly the whole thing only cost WWE $700,000 a year. So it's not exactly breaking the bank in NXT mm. UK. Um, whether he's classed as a part of that, since he does so much on NXT, I have no idea. But yeah, if he doesn't want to move, there's, a, there's always going to be a ceiling there. And in WWE's eyes, that's probably quite the downside. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. Maybe they could just haven't made him the right offer to make him move to America yet. It's a good point. It's a good point. Keep him. Keep that man. Definitely, definitely keep that man. Um, but the last question of the day comes from Mad Geek Tom, who says, Greetings, gents. Question for both of you lovely lads. With Simon Mello returning to wrestling again, will we ever see Phil step into the ring again? And will Gareth have an MMA match? I'll let you go first. Uh, <laughs> um, probably not in like the very Ooh. near future. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was having this conversation the other day with someone, and... I don't know. Like I, I train because for the most part I just enjoy it. Like I, I like like grappling and like doing a bit of BJJ and a bit of kickboxing things like that. But I do it more to keep me fit. Like and I just get a, a strong feeling that if I stepped into any form of octagon or something like that with somebody actually knows how to kill someone with their feet, I think I'd, I'd be in a bit of trouble. I don't know. If it, like if there was like a, a charity thing, like an amateur contest thing, I'd have a go at that and have a play just 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 to see what it's like. But I think Phil's a lot closer than I am when it comes to stepping back into his world, aren't you? I don't think so. It's been a long, long time. <laughs> it did come close. There was almost a time in WECPW when I almost had a match with Martin Kirby as my tag team partner, but that plans got changed. And then I was going to be in Miller's corner for the What Culture Death match with Sammy Callahan and do something, but not actually have a match. Uh, it's been a very long time since I was wrestling training, and I think it's slightly past that, unfortunately. But I do still want to have just like one moment or something in a match at some point. I would really, really like that. We could do a work shoot match. How about that? Like we'll do a work <laughs> shoot. Like, my, my MMA stylings against your hardcore insanity. How about that? There was original plans in WCPW quite a long way uh, a time ago to have like a YouTubers battle royal, which was just get a bunch of wrestling YouTubers in a ring. <laughs> Watch the so madness unfold. Really <laughs> that would be great. Like the plans was for me to get to the end, and then it was me versus Simon Miller, and then I get destroyed by Simon Miller. Yeah. Obviously, because look at the size of him and look at the size of me. Yeah, it's great. I've just realised how unfair that entire thing is. Now he's the Brock Lesnar, isn't he? <laughs> One hand, everyone. Pretty much. Uh, but that has been the wrestling news for today. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, if you want, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at FillMyChambers and you can follow Gareth. At GMorgan04. You can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Do let us know what you think of all of today's stories down in the comments below, especially that NXT logo, which I've just remembered that I am currently painting this. So WWE definitely, definitely stole my paint splatter idea. I think, yeah, I think, I, think, I think you need to get uh, get on the phone there, Phil. There's some serious issues going down. Get, get on the phone to Wally and see what's going on. Bastards. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think of the NXT logo and everything else that we talked about today. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below like I just said. Uh, but thank you very much for watching and have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye-bye. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.